0: are listening to two grown-ups and a mouse this is episode number six on today's podcast we will be discussing wind and waves at disney's vero beach toy story land and the movie infinity war there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown Ups and a Mouse. This is episode number six.
1: Six.
0: Six. One, two, three, four, five, six.
1: We said it three times in a row. That's not good.
0: Six. Now I said it four. Okay. Lots and lots of times. You know what else we say lots and lots of times?
1: Please subscribe. Exactly.
0: You read my mind. Are you clairvoyant? I think so. If you're new to the show, please subscribe. If you are not new to the show thank you for subscribing hopefully you've been listening to the first few episodes and you liked it and you told your friends and they're subscribing and they're listening and they're following us on social media
1: and subscribing
0: did you know that you could follow us on social media i did not are you following us on social media i am not i am oh you should be
1: well i want to see what it looks like when you don't so Mm. that's my my excuse
0: Mm-hmm. to dot com or on social media Two ups In A Mouse. Yep. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh. We should get into the show then. Okay. You know what I want to talk about? Disney. Always. oh Okay. I always want to talk about Disney. All right. That's one of the few things you like to talk about. Yeah, exactly. People that know you personally are like, oh my god, this is the most I've heard Andrew talk in years. Yeah,
1: they know. It was Disney, more than nothing. Yeah, pretty Otherwise, much. L- leave me alone.
0: Pretty much, <laughs> exactly. but I want to talk about Disney, Bureau Beach, Wind and Waves. Yep. Restaurant. Mm-hmm. We like it. We do. We like a lot of Disney stuff. Unfortunately. <laughs> I never. Fortunately, unfortunately. Exactly. But it is a restaurant. It's it's not a signature dining restaurant. I wouldn't classify it as signature. Yeah, it's kind of it's somewhere in between but it's kind of on par with um uh old key west yeah the you could
1: probably it's it's similar to any other disney vacation club sit down restaurant
0: oh yeah that's right old key west is a is a vacation club
1: right Uh, so
0: olivia's that's the name of it right i'm drawing a blank which was also really good but but yeah or um well coronado springs isn't no uh vacation club but like mayan grill you know it's more expensive than a quick service restaurant sure but not as expensive as victorian albert's or california grill or
1: right it's not it's not i i always judge it by seeing how much they charge for a steak so at a signature restaurant you're paying usually 50 bucks a plate for a steak at a at a non-signature you're paying 30 to 40 so
0: right so it's it's a nice little restaurant it's Mm -hmm. Casual. Yep. It's located at Disney Vero Beach. That's right. Which is on the beach. In Vero Beach. In Vero Beach. Florida. One of the few things in Vero Beach.
1: Yeah, there's not much there.
0: (laughs) It's actually kind of funny because we passed it the first time we went there, didn't we? We did. Because we we weren't expecting it to be in such a secluded area.
1: Well, that and they don't really have a sign out. You know, you're used to when you're driving to Disney, there's signs everywhere. and. When you're driving to Disney Vero Beach, it's just a little tiny sign on the side of the road.
0: It's pushed a little bit further back. It's not that, too. It's not right on the corner or anything. It's very elegant looking there. Mm -hmm. If you have not been to Disney Vero Beach, you should definitely stop by there. We go there often to eat. We've stayed at the resort once. Yep. And that was really nice. But we'll talk about the resort in another podcast. Right now, we're going to focus on Wind and Waves. So the first time we went to Wind and Waves, was about two years ago
1: well it wasn't even called wind and waves then no it was called shutters
0: oh that's right yeah
1: and technically it wasn't even shutters because it was it was a hallway
0: right no i forgot because there there's a shutters at one of the
1: resorts resorts in
0: orlando right at one of the disney resorts in orlando so it was kind of confusing It was like oh they're both called shutters plus if you take a Disney Cruise, and you get their picture package. The company is called Shutters.
1: Right, there's like, a lot of a lot of Shutters.
0: They like to confuse us, uh, but yeah. So the first time we went, it was called Shutters. They were undergoing renovations, mm-hmm. and we sat outside the bathroom, pretty much. And yet we went back, and we keep going back. Yeah, because the food was good, the ambiance was good, the service is good. Sure, a little bit of Disney magic.
1: Well, we should also explain that when we drive back. From Orlando, we don't like taking the turnpike all the time because uh, there's been quite a bit of traffic lately on the turnpike. And you end up with, you're, you're driving through the middle of nowhere on a two lane road and there's a lot of traffic. And so we basically head east and then go down the beach. And sometimes we can stop and go to Kennedy or we'll stop at the port and watch the boats go by or just keep on going south to Disney Vero Beach. And it's a, it adds maybe an hour to our trip when we go that way, but it's a nice, nice distraction for a drive.
0: Well, we're usually going to want to stop and get something to eat regardless. Right. And we could go to a McDonald's or another rest stop and get food there. Right. But instead we, we opt to go someplace that we know what the quality is going to be like. We know that we're going to be welcome there. And we know that there's other options if they're a little bit too busy to give us a seating. Um, There are other restaurants that we can eat at inside of the resort. So it's always a nice little pit stop on the way home. But we went there recently.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And what they've been doing, because I did talk to the cast member, our server, who has also become our friend. Mm -hmm. Because we've been going there as you said, on our trips home. So we see her more often and more often. So we've become very friendly with her. And she said that what they've been doing now is every day they will have a special beef, you know, Mm -hmm. some beef uh, choice entree. They will have a fish special. Right. And they will also have a flatbread special. Right. And I had asked her that at the restaurant because it was very unusual. I look at the menu. And flatbread is on there under the appetizers, and it says market price. Right, and I just thought that was so unusual because I'm used to seeing lobster on the menu, and that's market price, or you know various fish items being right. market price. That was probably the first time I've seen a flatbread at market price.
1: Well, it's also the first time I think I've seen a a beef that because it said the same thing under the we expect it with fish because you know and you know the the general idea is that. The the chef would stop at whatever fish market, buy whatever fish, and then they would adjust the price accordingly to what they're paying. You know, do that with, you know, there's no fresh-caught beef or anything like that. Right. <laughs> and there's certainly no fresh-caught flatbread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but why? That's a new thing. So, oh, look at that flatbread swimming along. So
1: <laughs> it makes sense in the sense that, you know, maybe today they're going to make a lobster flatbread and tomorrow they'll make a chicken flatbread. So they're going to adjust the price. So it makes sense when you start thinking about it but when you first see it you're like what
0: personally maybe i would have worded it please ask server you know or or changes daily you know something but market price it was kind of unusual but nothing wrong with it it was just kind of amusing yeah and i didn't look at the menu too too closely this time because i had told her that we would be coming in Mm -hmm. she did tell me they had beef special and she had told me that she believed it was going to be filet which she knows that we both enjoy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so when we got there and i said were you right is it the filet and she said yes i said cool i'm getting that so i didn't i didn't really look at the menu to see what the changes were
1: i didn't see too many at least on the side i don't pay attention to the fish side uh i didn't really look at the appetizers I saw some of the like I saw the crab cakes that you got were on there I don't remember I don't know if it had your uh
0: the corn chowder it did
1: yeah it had had the soups I don't remember I don't remember if I saw the uh, your pizza and or your uh, well, chicken it's and flat, apples it's a flat flatbread so well there' might, was still a couple of flatbreads on there no oh, I was gonna so. say because
0: that might be one that they only offer right on special days but I yes I did look at the appetizers oh on one of our first trips there, because it was it was a while ago,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if it wasn't one of our first trips, it was definitely a trip you know quite some time ago, within the past two years. I had gotten the crab cakes, and they weren't bad, but they weren't to my liking. Sure, I don't even remember what I what it was that I wasn't fond of, mm-hmm. but I never and I enjoy crab cakes very much. Right. But I never really had that desire to go ahead and order them again because, you know, it was okay, and I just wasn't that interested. But for some reason, I saw it on the menu when we went this last time, and I said, I haven't had this in a while. Let me give it another try. Sure. They were really good.
1: Well, they looked like they were well-prepared.
0: They were traditional crab cakes. There were two of them. They were... Fried. I don't, not, I don't think they were deep fried. I think they were pan fried. You know, they had a little they, bit they of a looked, crispy edge. They but, looked pan fried, but not you know, really greasy or anything. And they served it on some type of remoulade sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, at first, it looked almost like mayonnaise. It, it look, had a little bit of a lighter color to it. Remoulade is, it almost
1: looked like a, a ranch kind of dressing.
0: Exactly. It was a very a very light sauce mm-hmm. on the, on the underside of it, uh, and of course the garnish. They had you know two pieces of leaf lettuce on it and some cherry tomatoes cut into tiny little pieces right um but when i saw the sauce you know the the i'm I'm presuming it was a remoulade sauce i thought that i might not care for it but i ended up using all the sauce they gave and it was nice because it was it was underneath it but it wasn't covering it so if you didn't want the sauce you could easily move the crab cakes away from there but it it was really an enjoyable appetizer. I'm glad I gave it another try. Sure. And of course, you you didn't order an appetizer, but you had an appetizer.
1: Well, I had lots of bread.
0: They have good bread.
1: They do. It's it's not bad. The cornbread is is better than the than the Hawaiian roll, but the Hawaiian roll tasted just like a Hawaiian roll, so
0: well, it, it was. At least there was some variety. It was a cornbread sure. muffin, you know, very yeah. small cornbread muffins, and a Hawaiian roll. They give mm-hmm. you a basket. They'll bring you more. In fact, she did bring us more without us even having asked for it. Right. And they do ha They do give you butter, and they give you the option of salting it. Mm-hmm. I prefer unsalted. Right. But they do have three distinct types of salts. That they can put on it for you, yeah, or like I do, and
1: well, can, salt free. You can always go sa- whatever salt's in the butter already.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's probably not salt free, but no additional salt.
1: But the the Hawaiian bro- the, the two salts I always get is the Himalayan, which is the pink salt, and then there's a Hawaiian salt, which is that black flaky one, and both of them are mild. They're not, you know, it's kind of it's it's strange talking about salt in the in that way, but. It's not nearly as salty as, like, a table salt. Right. <laughs> or... Salt
0: is isn't salty, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's less salty salt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, both of those are, are much more mild, so they, they can add a little kick if you like it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, so.
0: Yeah, someone might have dipped his knife into someone else's butter.
1: Yeah, I did, because I'd used up all mine. My- Except for the really good. except for all the really salty parts.
0: <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. So that was your appetizer, was the bread. Of course, I did indulge in the bread as well, and I did enjoy it as well. And then we both got the fillet. Yep. Now I am a very picky eater. I eat a lot, but I'm mm-hmm. still pretty picky. Yeah. We used to think you were picky, but we're come to realize that I might be more picky.
1: Yeah, you're at least as picky, if not more picky. Yeah, well... Just about different things. Correct. Right.
0: We we both prefer plain. As a general rule, we're not huge into sauces. We're not huge into frou-frou, for lack of a better term.
1: Well, it depends on the restaurant and who's making it. When we go to Victorian Alberts, I want to eat it just as the chef designed it, for lack of a better term. Because... He put it all together for a very specific reason. At pretty much any other restaurant, they're just adding a sauce for garnish or a little decoration or maybe a little hint of something else. But it's not nearly, it's not as carefully put together. They're
0: going for a flavor, but sometimes when it comes to the side dishes, they might be going more for a color for presentation. At, well, at, it could be that, and one then of those restaurants,
1: and they're not as careful with putting it together. So sometimes you get just the right amount of sauce. Sometimes you get too little sauce. Sometimes it's drowning in sauce because, as it's working its way down the in the kitchen, the guy doing the sauce may or may not be very careful. Whereas you know, when you're at at a Victorian Alberts or you're at Remy on, on a cruise, they're that's very very precise, right. And and it's a whole different level of, of restaurant, of course.
0: So. Right, right. No, but this is a great restaurant, and their right. filet came with a Brussels sprout and spinach slaw. I believe it's what you told us.
1: Yeah, it was, it was something it, weird like that. It
0: was something that, to me, didn't sound as appetizing as I would prefer. Who knows? It might have been really delicious, and I missed out on it. Mm. But it, we've been there so often. She knows me so well. I had said, Yeah, mashed potatoes are fine. And she said, Well, you know, you get another vegetable. Do you want broccoli? Or I think she said, Whatever my other options were. I said, Yeah, broccoli is fine. She knows me so well. They brought out my steak with the sauce on the side and the potatoes in a separate container and the broccoli in a separate container. I love that. That's my favorite kind of meal where nothing is touching.
1: Well, you have that as well with the.
0: Yeah, I'm a little OCD. Just a little O C D. Okay, I lie, I'm a lot O C D. But that's what's great about Disney is when you have these idiosyncrasies, if you ask them, can you please plate it separately because I don't prefer my food to touch?
1: Right.
0: They'll do that for you. Sure. Of course I didn't even have to ask her, she remembered, which was fantastic, but right. that that was an added bonus. But you opted to get your fillet, because we both have filets, with the setup of a different beef dish.
1: I, th- I think it was a different beef
0: dish. Yeah, One it, was, of the other it was another dish on the right. menu and you said, yeah, you can do it the way this is prepared. Right. So you also had mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and you had string beans,
1: uh, uh, green beans, yeah. string
0: beans. I can D- never tell the difference.
1: They were string beans and uh, roasted carrots.
0: Oh, that's right, because I didn't even notice the carrots. They were a little on the black side.
1: They were very roasted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were extremely roasted carrots. They they forgot to leave out the word extremely on the description. But you enjoyed your meal as well. Yeah. And then after we finished our main dishes, we actually called the manager because we had seen him Mm -hmm. walking around. We called him over, and we complimented our server and also complimented the hostess, one of the two hostesses at the right. front, I said, both of them are very nice. You know, the the other girl up there, very nice. But this one in particular, because we do go there, go there as often as we do, she remembered us. She was very friendly. She, you know, and that was, just, it was just that little extra magic. Right. So I just wanted to make sure that he was aware of it. Of course. Then we started talking to him about Toy Story Land, which we're going to be talking about
1: mm-hmm. momentarily. Yeah.
0: And that gave us a little bit of time to digest. Right. So we did decide to go ahead and get a dessert. They have a trio there. And it's three little mini mason jars. In one is a chocolate pudding, which now they salted it, which is not my (laughs) favorite thing, chocolate and salt. So it's a chocolate pudding is one option. The other that it comes with is strawberry shortcake and the third is a fruit topped cheesecake right we've had the cheesecake and it's good yeah but i prefer the strawberry shortcake so we opted to get two strawberry shortcakes and one pudding right and they're great because they are the mini mason jars so they're just big enough especially when you split it between two people big enough to give you that sweetness That you might want after a meal without that, oh my God, I'm so full. Right. Because they do carry that chocolate ganache cheesecake in in the resort. You can get that at pretty much any of the restaurants, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think they have that. And then... There's a creme brulee. Um, the creme brulee couple. is a
0: citrus creme brulee, right? And and I love creme brulee, but I'm not a fan of citrus. So I did try the creme brulee once and didn't care for it because of the citrus. However, if you like key lime pie or citrus in general, then right. you may very well enjoy it. There was nothing wrong with it. It was just uh, creme brulee to me should be sweet, just sweet, and this was sweet and tart. Right. So I haven't I haven't gotten that again because of that because of that reason sure but we did get that dessert mm-hmm. and a lot of times i'll get coffee or espresso or cappuccino you know I'll, I'll opt for some beverage to go with it but we went with the french press this time because it's a little bit of a stronger brew right i liked it
1: well though yeah any ta- any pressed pot coffee should be more flavorful than regular coffee uh you liked it i I wasn't that impressed it was just a normal pot of coffee basically at the end of the day
0: it was a little bit stronger than most coffees that we get
1: maybe but that's still it wasn't the perfect pot of coffee so (laughs) Tiffin's still has that that for me
0: we're gonna have to go back to tiffin's and see if i can live up to your memory yeah i probably won't we should just go there and get dessert maybe Instead of getting a full meal, we, no, we'll no, we go in and get the bread service there you go. and dessert. Kind of like there's a restaurant, I believe it's a national chain, the Melting Pot. Right. And I always say we should just go there and get the cheese fondue, mm-hmm. you know, the beginning, the cheese fondue and the dessert. Sure. You don't even need the meat in the center. It's, it's more than enough calories and the appetizer and the dessert. We can do the same thing at Tiffin's. Just go in there, get the bread appetizer mm-hmm. and get dessert. We don't have to order a main course. Right. Wow. Just to try the coffee, but the coffee at at Wyndham Waves, the French press, press pot coffee was, it was de- a decent cup of coffee, even if it wasn't your favorite. But that's okay.
1: Oh, it certainly wasn't bad.
0: Right. It, it wasn't, just wasn't it as wasn't, good. It
1: wasn't like a cup of Starbucks or something
0: like that. <laughs> but you just offended half our audience. Oh my god, he does. He's talking poorly of Starbucks. Yeah,
1: but the other half was going, yep. <laughs>
0: I like the convenience. Well. You know, I like that I have the app on my phone and that they have the Starbucks inside of the parks and I just use the app. Sure. So it's already budgeted. And, the,
1: and their flavored coffees are, are good. Just, you know, I mean, you're you're putting so much other stuff in it, it's hardly a cup of coffee anymore. It's, well, you know, but.
0: But to sum up Wind & Waves, we went there again. But mm-hmm. we will be back there soon. Sure. It's a nice little day trip for us. We don't always have to go in fact that's what we did this past trip right we didn't go to Walt Disney World we are the next Disney World trip we have scheduled will be a tad longer than most of our other trips right so we decided for the next few outings instead of going to Walt Disney World getting the resort paying you know for whatever food and whatnot Mm -hmm. inside of the parks just to get that touch of Disney magic, we would go to Disney Vero Beach, get dinner, come home. Right. And it wasn't too bad. Well. So we'll do it again. Yeah. Actually, we did it once before.
1: We did. We did do it one other time. Right. Just, yep. for, uh,
0: just for the fun of
1: it. Yep, pretty much.
0: So that is our review description of Wyndham Waves. If you do get a chance to go to Disney Vero Beach, do it. Yeah, If you are going on a Disney cruise, instead of staying near the port, if you want to get a rental car, you, st- you can stay at Disney Vero Beach. It's about an hour drive.
1: Well, that's that's not a bad... I, I, I don't know. You would almost need a rental because an, an Uber from Vero to, to Canaveral would probably be expensive because uh, it is about an hour drive. So it's it's not if you have your own car it's not a bad drive and going to the port is fine because check out on uh, at the hotel is like eleven so even if you left at checkout, you're still gonna get to the port at noon and
0: and they don't start boarding until eleven a.m. anyway
1: right so you're not you're not really you're certainly not disadvantaging yourself um, right so and it's a, it's a good it it would actually be a really good way to just kind of dip your toes into the Disney magic before you get onto a Disney cruise ship.
0: And sometimes the resort fees to stay at Disney Vero Beach are equivocal to staying at a hotel in Canaveral.
1: Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I just, you just have to look and see what the what the prices are and hmm. what, what your budget is. Vero will be a more expensive hotel than, because around the port, there's literally, you can find a hotel for pretty much any budget. You know, from from places that you see in crime TV shows to you know <laughs> <laughs> places places that you look at and you you go, why would somebody spend that? But uh, you know, people do so.
0: Right, but de- it's definitely an option right. before a cruise, before or after a Disney trip. You know, if you're ever in the area, if you have a chance to check it out, it's definitely worth visiting. Wind and waves, most definitely worth visiting. Sure. But why don't we talk about Toy Story Land? Because we were talking about Toy Story Land to the manager. Yep. We also went there not too long ago. Yep. We did not make it opening weekend. No, no. By design. <laughs> we're As much as we love Disney, we don't love crowds.
1: No, we don't. And we, we try to avoid. Some spots we'll will try to go to in some way. But we'll generally avoid openings or, well,
0: we you were, know
1: because we were at we were at the thirty fifth for Epcon. That's exactly what
0: I was about to say. But we didn't show
1: up until like two o'clock in the afternoon, so you know, and we'd already either a decided we didn't want merchandise or had already bought it because some of it showed up early elsewhere.
0: Well, online It showed up on the app.
1: Yeah, so so we decided we didn't need to go there and get in line. Because even when we showed up at 2 o'clock, there was still a line halfway out the, the
0: park. Well, they had the special, some of the limited edition merchandise for that event were in special merchandising locations. Right. So, and those had extremely long lines. Whereas at NowSkiers, for example, you could get some... 35th merchandise but that was more that wasn't the I was there right October 1st merchandise that was just the you know this is the year of the 35th merchandise right. so yes that's exactly the one that I was thinking of you know we were at that event but not from rope drop right so toy story land we did watch the video that disney parks live produced a video and we watched it
1: yeah the, the- the official opening with
0: with Tim, Tim Allen, Allen and- mm-hmm. so so we still got to see everything and you know through the various Disney related groups that I'm in in Facebook and you know almost the majority of people that I follow on Instagram are have some Disney relation it's sure. Marvel it's Star Wars it's Pixar or it's Disney right different different types of accounts. Some of them were crafting. Some of them are park-related. Some of them were photo-related. Uh, so I was able to find out a lot about Toy Story Land prior to going there. But we that was a two-night trip that we took. And as we got up there and we got something to eat. And then we went to Toy Story Land. So we did get there in the evening.
1: Well, we lucked out because... As we were driving up, we looked and looked at the park hours and saw that it was extra magic hours that night. So we decided we'll go to the hotel, we'll check in, we'll drop our bags off.
0: Extra changed. magic hours. If you're not familiar, or if you're staying on Disney property every day, one park will have extra magic hours in the morning. And but not.
1: It's not every day. But oh, but yeah. <laughs> I apologize.
0: Almost every day, one park will have extra magic hours in the morning, and one park will have extra ma- magic hours in the evening. It seems like every day they have it at one park or another. But.
1: Uh well, no, it's not even that. It's not and and it, it also cycles. So like one day it might be one park in the morning. Two days later it's one park in the evening. It's It right. kind of it, varies. And then obviously with with Toy Story opening, they may have I think they've been automatically opening early every day for an hour. They may have stopped that already, but and they, they did the same with, with uh the Avatar Land Pandora, Pandora. where they, they basically did extra magic hours in the evening right. for like a month.
0: Well, they want to make sure. One one of their main concerns is that people are coming and staying with them because they want to go see these new lands or these new areas or these new whatever. Sure. They want to make sure that they give these people an opportunity to see them. So, yeah, the park was open until like midnight that night. So we didn't feel rushed. You know, by not getting to the park until eight or nine o'clock or whatever time it was right. that we got there, because we still had plenty of time to explore, and you know, we we do enjoy Hollywood Studios. We like going to Launch Bay. We like going down Hollywood Boulevard and doing the shopping, and Sunset Boulevard and doing the shopping, because Hollywood Studios is their smallest park, so it's easier for us to just go in there, stroll around a little bit, and head back out. So we did go in. We did browse a little bit for shopping that we basically spent the majority of time that evening in Toy Story Land. And as soon as we walked in, I mean, they have everything lit up so vibrantly and it really does look like you are a toy. Yeah. The forced perspective, you know, they had everything. And there is a photo opportunity with the PhotoPass photographer, the Woody, the Toy Story Land sign. Right. Which is really nice that it's so convenient and so close to the front. Sure. So that was a pleasant surprise. And the line for that wasn't long at all. We basically just had one or two parties in front of us.
1: Well, they did have two photographers there. Correct. And they had it They had it laid out pretty smart. So two people could be taking pictures at the same time without being in each other's pictures. Right. And then uh, while still getting the picture, same picture with Woody. So... Whatever line was there was just it was moving really fast because you know mm. for the most part generally photo pass is usually you know oh stand there click 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 you're done you you walk off and you and and you the next person comes in so
0: right but after the photo pass area basically the slinky dog ride is right there yep. and actually I didn't even notice where the entrance was for that ride but you could see the ride you could see. Mm-hmm the highest drop
1: well right right if you watched the opening the one with tim allen that was literally that's as you were walking in and where where you saw woody where we did the photo pass that's where they set up that little stage so yeah you you walk in you see woody there and you see the slinky dog roller coaster or part of the slinky dog because it kind of the roller coaster actually looks pretty good as it basically meanders all the way around toy story land right and and,
0: no it's really cute because we stood there and we watched it for a little bit we took a few pictures and slinky dog talks yeah he he there's a little commentary coming Mm -hmm. from him which was really really kind of cute to to watch and then on the left was midway mania which is a ride that has been in hollywood studios for quite some time now right but with the addition of Toy Story Land, they closed Midway Mania for a renovation prior yeah. to the opening, and they added another track. Is that you would call it a track?
1: That's to, what they say. They added another another set of, you know, as you're riding around, there's whatever two or, th- or there's three sets. So they added, I think, one or two more,
0: so that you get ride. more people on because it's very popular. Well, you, get,
1: you get more people on, and as you're riding, it it's longer as well. Right. So you, I
0: you mean, a as little, As long as Midway has been there, even recently until the opening of Toy Story Land, it was not uncommon, double negative, not (laughs) uncommon to see an 80 or 90 minute wait for Midway Mania.
1: It's a very popular ride.
0: With the addition of the track and with the addition of two more rides, now it seems like the wait time hovered around 30 to 40 minutes, I want to say. And and uh, fast passes were still available for that particular ride. Which was nice. You're looking up to see how long the wait is right now.
1: Yeah, at this very moment,
0: which is in the evening on a on a weekday.
1: Yeah, well, it's middle of the week. But it's still summer. It is summer and uh Hollywood Studios will be open for another couple hours. So, um Toy Story Midway Mania is a 35 minute wait. Slinky Dog is a 65 minute wait and the Alien Swirling Saucers is a 25 minute wait.
0: That that seems about the same as when we were there. Uh give or take.
1: I think yeah. I think Slinky Dog was just a hair longer. I think it was more in the 80-90 minute range when we were there, but possibly. But, but it's also it was a little later.
0: Right. We've been on Midway Mania before. We have not yet been on Slinky Dog even though it is a child's or kids roller coaster right. i am not a fan of drops and i saw the drop it's not a huge drop but it's big for me so i'm not i'll go on the ride i'll definitely try it out i don't know how often i will go on it because andrew could tell you of the pictures he has of me on snow white mine or seven dwarfs mine train
1: well you you, you remind me of that episode and and how i met your mother where Barney can ever take a bad photo. But it seems like every time we take a photo with you on mine Train, you're you have this terrified look of absolute f- abject fear on your face.
0: I always anticipate I don't there think to it's be a that, drop. Well And there isn't any. That's the ironic really. thing. There's no drop on that ride. It looks like you're gonna have a drop, but there is no drop.
1: Well it's very it's very it's very mild. It's yeah. it's like any other Disney roller coaster. There's basically nothing.
0: Right. So Slinky Dog, though, there's a drop. I mean you could see it from, well, but from watching it It
1: yeah i mean it goes up and then comes down but it's not it's not like you know when you're looking at uh the everest ride you know as it comes out of the mountain it 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 goes down quickly the slinky dog one was much more mild so you know when you're on it you probably it probably wouldn't be that bad and then there's the little tricks, like if you don't like drops in a roller coaster, sit in the very, you know, sit, not necessarily sit at the very front because not everybody wants to see what's going on. You know, you can looking at the back of somebody's head makes it a little easier. So, but if you sit in that first two cars, three cars, you know, by the time you're, you're already three quarters of the way down the hill by the time the car, by the time the, the whole train has released itself. So you don't actually feel the drop, right. you know, it's, and it's very mild. And that's why, that's why I always like riding in the back of the car because everybody, you know, that the weight of the car will pull you that little bit extra as you're going down.
0: I reiterate, I will try it. Slinky Dog. Yeah. I can't promise how often I will ride it. Who knows? Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe it won't be so bad. But we did get a chance to go on the Alien Swirling Saucers. Yep. The wait was about 30 minutes. Back and around. I jinxed us, and I said, "Yeah, right online that the the swirling saucers keeps on breaking down."
1: Right, and, and it did. It did,
0: but it did get right back up. It, I mean, we were standing in line.
1: Well, we should we should clarify that there's there's two separate track. Well, it's not even tracks, but that they operate side by side. It's almost like Dumbo. You know, it's the same ride side by side, and the people that are getting in line are going to go on either one of them. So there's no there's no difference between them it's just it's basically it's it's two separate rides right next to each other. Only one side broke down. So it kept the line moving.
0: Just at a slower pace than it had been. Right.
1: So and but but like like most of the time when you see a line when you see the time on a ride for a ride at Disney, most of the time they're overestimating. They they try to give themselves like a 5 minute well, I shouldn't say give a specific minute. They try to give themselves a little bit of a buffer just in case. Right. A, they, they want to make it so if it says 30 minutes and you get on a 20, you're going to be like, oh, my God, it wasn't even 30 minutes. How great is that? And then it also gives them a buffer just in case of somebody needs help getting on or off or, right. you know, all the, all the, the little things that can happen.
0: So. And this sits at 30 minutes, and I said to you, we don't have any other plans. Let's go wait for it. And you said sounds good so we yeah, did wait well. for it and even with it the one side not working at 100 percent, it still only took us about 30 mm. minutes total to to get on there and it yeah. was really a, it was an enjoyable ride i would compare it to the teacup ride it's it's similar you don't have the control like you do on the teacups because on the teacups you have the option of spinning the center wheel
1: well yeah and then on the teacups you're kind of fixed the the whole platform spins and then there's little sections that spin and then your teacup spins and here each each car ish I guess you can call it is on a
0: alien saucer yeah that,
1: well but it's you know you basically sit in and it's you know two or three people wide and you sit down and you well, hang on but it they go in a in a figure eight kind of track figure motion on a track and then you you swing side to side.
0: Right, it, they're intended for two average size adults and one child. Right, or you know one one adult one child. You and I are above average size. Sure, but we did still fit comfortably. Yeah. inside you know we weren't like squished or anything. Right, you know it, it was nice that we didn't have any issues with that particular ride, and it was really enjoyable. Yeah, it was it was a nice ride. So definitely recommend checking out Toy Story Land. If you are at Hollywood Studios, you should go see what they have to offer. And I would also recommend, and I believe Andrew would say the same thing, check it out at night. Yep. Check it out during the day. Of course. Because at both times, you can get a different perspective. You can get the different colors under the fluorescent lights versus in the sunlight. Right. And there's a lot of great detailing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, at the, oh, there's a little bit more to talk about Toy Story Land. At the, first of all, at the food service. Right. I liked how the signage said adult drinks yep. <laughs> or mommy and daddy drinks or something. That was really cute. But the other thing that we forgot to mention, there's no store. No. Which was a little bit unusual to see that because typically you go on a ride at Walt Disney World. And when you're exiting the ride, you exit through a store. Right. And there are no stores inside of Toy Story Land. Uh, We believe it's probably due to the space limitation. That park is not too big.
1: It's not a very big area. so
0: You could still shop in Toy Story Land. They did have at least two kiosks. Yeah, I think there were two or
1: three kiosks.
0: But no stores. So... Uh, actually, at least right now, when we were there, there used to be a candy store towards the farc, and they have reimagined that as a Pixar store. Right. So who knows over the next few months what they may or may not do, especially with Star Wars Land opening in two thousand and nineteen. Right. They might, you know, move some things around again.
1: And that'll be that'll be a, a lot bigger area, so they might move some of those Star Wars, some of the Star Wars. Some of the item areas that are dedicated to Star Wars now might move or or at least change around
0: a bit. Right. It'll be interesting to see. But Toy Story Land does not have any dedicated stores in the area. Not a problem. You can get plenty of Toy Story merchandise, Pixar merchandise in the park. Sure. Just not necessarily all of it in that area. The next subject for this podcast is Infinity War, or as Andrew calls it, Avengers 3.
1: Well, it is the third Avengers movie.
0: It's not called Avengers 3. It's called Avengers Infinity War. Now, we will do our best not to give any major spoilers. However, that's the disclaimer. If you have not seen the movie and you don't want to have any spoilers, then thank you for listening. It was great. Subscribe. We'll- <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: You'll hear us again soon. So, uh, But again, this is the disclaimer. We are going to talk about Avengers Infinity War if you have not seen it and you don't want to be spoiled. Well, spoiled
1: basically we can't we, we won't give away any major spoilers but it's kind of yeah. hard to talk about it without saying something about it
0: right <laughs> so let's get into our discussion of avengers infinity war sure now i have the memory of a mouse small brain small memory
1: i, I will not comment on your memory
0: it, it might have something to do with my lack of paying attention but either way <laughs> i digress uh I do not uh, always remember everything that happens in the movies, even though I truly enjoy watching them. So prior to watching Infinity War, we did watch all the other Avengers Marvel movies.
1: Well, we we watched all of the the movies that ended up in a theater. So we skipped the TV shows and the Netflix series, which we've basically seen them all, but we just didn't. And we watched them in chronological order not in the order of release
0: we watched the theatrical movies not necessarily you know just like star wars has star wars rebels and the, the other right
1: and the clone wars
0: exactly so same thing we were watching the theatrical releases of movies related to infinity war and as you just said it was the chronological order not the order of release
1: right so we start with the very first captain america movie
0: which, of course, wasn't released until well after, because right. wasn't the first release actually Iron Man? Am I correct in that? Uh,
1: yeah. First one was at Iron Man, and then The Incredible Hulk, and then right. Iron but, Man 2, and then... But The
0: Incredible Hulk with um, Edward, Edward Norton, Martin. right? who has since been replaced by Mark Ruffalo. Right. So, in order to better prepare us, ourselves to see Infinity War, we did watch all the other movies right you don't have to do that no you s- certainly
1: don't i mean the the movies stand by themselves fairly well even even even, even if you've never seen an avengers movie it would probably still be quite enjoyable just in general but and if you haven't recently watched all the other ones you you have a good idea of the major plot points of all of them like if you hadn't seen iron man for a couple of years or a few years or Ten years,
0: <laughs> right? Because it was ten
1: years ago, <laughs> right? Uh, you you would pro- you'll you'll still enjoy it because you remember that you know why Iron Man is Iron Man, <laughs>
0: right? So <laughs> I, it was nice though having that refresher course per se.
1: Well, the really the fun part for me was all the little Easter egg stuff that you would have never ever picked up on just watching them. You know, like if you saw them as they came out. In the theater, and maybe you watched it again when it came out on DVD or digital or whatever, you would have never noticed all these little tidbits that they throw in there
0: into the, uh, the movie war.
1: Well, no, in in general, in oh. all of the Marvel movies. Oh,
0: you mean by rewatching it, you were able to right. because you already knew what was going to happen, and you were watching it for a second or third time. You right. were able to notice the idiosyncrasies that they included.
1: Right, and it's it's and they're Easter eggs. You don't they don't really add much to they don't add anything story-wise they add things you know enjoyment wise because that you know they they talk about captain America's shield in like three or four different movies but you never pick up on it right otherwise
0: well the beginning of infinity war is basically where the last thor movie right ended correct i, I mean Maybe it was a few weeks later, a few months later, but for argument's sake, it was the continuation of the Thor movie. That was the beginning of Infinity War. So if you have the opportunity to rewatch the Thor movie, if it's not fresh, you know, top of mind, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, you can definitely, it's definitely worthwhile to rewatch the Thor movie prior to watching Infinity War. Or just remind yourself of what happened in the Thor movie. Right. You know, why they were, where they were, why they were doing, what they were doing, et cetera, and, and whatnot.
1: Well, there's a couple of things in there that are that are going to be important for... Well, there's a, that's one of the reasons why I watched all the movies is because of... Right. But the, the la- last few movies, like, you know, watching uh, uh, Black Panther was important. But there's a couple of things in the Thor movie that were very important to the plot lines right. of and, Avengers. And
0: Doctor Strange not integral to have seen that movie i mean none of the movies as you said earlier none of them were integral to have seen but doctor strange it really gives you well, a saw, glimpse into his personality
1: well i saw, i saw a good a good description of if you're not crazy like us and want to watch cuz it it took us three or four weeks to go through them all and
0: we watched there, there was and nothing on a, a lot. <laughs> there was nothing on the regular tv so it was like every night you know or on the weekends you know watch one or two each weekend night and then one or two during the week i mean right. we we because, watched a lot what was it 18 total movies
1: something like that yeah but i i, I saw a good a, a good a good way and i and i probably agree with it you know as if you wanted to be semi-crazy watch any movie that had an infinity stone in it so right, uh, which which does include Doctor Strange.
0: Well, there's five Infinity Stones, correct?
1: Right. So so yeah, no, so it's, it's Doctor a, Strange. That's five
0: movies leading up
1: to. It's the first Guardians. Yeah. It's uh, the first Captain America. So there, there's a there's a few movies you can find a list online that have them all listed. That right. that that would be the minimum because then you'll really kind of you'll understand just that much more why, what each of those stones mean.
0: Right and i I enjoyed the movie probably more the second time than the first time, sure. <laughs> the first time we did see it on a cruise, mm-hmm. and on the Disney cruises, they do show Disney movies, and they are included in the price of the cruise, yep. so Unfortunately, that means that some people don't give it the respect that it sure. deserves, and they just walk into the theater because they have nothing better to do, and they forget that there are people that have been investing their time watching the movie from the beginning, right. And they're talking and being disruptive, not necessarily on purpose, but still it's it's a little bit frustrating. Sure. So that was what happened the first time we watched it, whereas it recently came out digitally. Yep. And we were able to watch it in our living room right. <laughs> without those interruptions. Sure. So that made it that much more enjoyable. But overall, I thought it was really a great culmination of all of the... Marvel movies and the Marvel characters
1: oh yeah it's it's amazing that they get that much star power together
0: right well and, and, ma- and make that work this This is a little bit of a spoiler, but nothing it nothing integral you know really affecting anything. All of the Marvel characters basically were in it except for Ant Man and Hawkeye, yeah, but it's funny because Ant Man and the Wasp has come out, but we have not seen it yet, right. And so I believe, based on hearsay, that it kind of glazes over the reason that he wasn't in that movie. I well, that, I think they touch on it.
1: The thing I saw was it was it was something they make a comment about it in the end credit scene of the new Ant Man movie.
0: Well, and yeah, and the end credits it says Ant Man and the Wasp will right. will return. But I'm talking about I have a feeling in Ant Man and the Wasp, and I'm saying this guessing because we haven't seen it yet but i i believe that they touch on why he wasn't right in involved in the infinity war movie but if you do like the marvel movies they they are disney sure which i mean we we love marvel star wars and pixar more so than classic characters or classic animation you know well
1: it's a, there's a mix i mean some of the classic animation is i under I can appreciate it for what it is, but it wasn't, you know, it was made for the time period that it was made in and it's not the same as, and, and some of them are still good though, but I mean,
0: well, it's funny because for example, Little Mermaid, they consider classic Disney. Um, and it's a cute movie. I liked it, but it's not one of my favorites, you know, but it's, I'm just pointing that out that they. Consider Little Mermaid a classic movie. But yeah, I mean, I love Tangled. I love Frozen. I love R- Wreck It Ralph. Well, Wreck It Ralph is Pixar, isn't it?
1: No. Oh, it I'm, is Disney.
0: Oh, okay. So, so, so my summary was Big correct. Hero,
1: Big Hero 6 is Disney.
0: No, Big Hero 6 is a Marvel character, though.
1: It is a Marvel character, but it's done by Disney Animation. Not oh, by Pixar.
0: not by, oh, well, yeah. So, and I, I enjoy those newer movies that don't right. fall under pixar or star wars but big hero six falls under marvel in my opinion even though it's animated it's still marvel characters well, andrew and i are going to fight about this later <laughs> either way uh i like but deadpool
1: if, too so well,
0: yeah. <laughs> that is disney because it's marvel not exactly you know disney friendly so they kind of disassociate themselves from that but yes that was
1: we, well it's it's a fox movie which actually since disney is trying to buy fox they might soon be disney so
0: that'll be that'll quite
1: be interesting. interesting
0: but we did enjoy
1: little mermaid th- is 1989
0: i know but that's considered classic
1: well it is a classic if it's that old
0: well, yeah I guess that makes it almost 30 years right <laughs> no but but even five years ago they consider you know that's the classic anime there's a there's a name for that period right you know and you know, mulan I think just celebrated its 25th anniversary give or take and, and that's another one a cute movie saw it but not my cup of tea not your
1: cup of tea right um, well, I, some of the really some of the Mickey Mouse cartoons were good uh some of the shorter ones not the not the movies. Some of the movies I didn't really get into, but... Let's, I mean...
0: Right, but the newer stuff tends to be more what we appreciate, more what we enjoy. Right. Not all Disney movies. I mean, they. there was the live-action Big Friendly Giant movie. That was a Disney movie, and we never even saw that one. I would see no. it if it was on cable, but it, it's right. not something that appeals to our tastes. I'm sort of, I am sure it's a really cute movie, but just right. not something... That looked appealing to us. You know, We, like I said, we're drawn more towards the Star Wars and the Marvel and the Pixar. And that's probably why we enjoyed Infinity War as much as we did. Sure. Some people believe the ending might be a little controversial. Some Mm. people might believe that, you know, what's going to happen next with the way they ended that?
1: Well, I mean... mean, at the end of the day, it's a movie and, you know, you should just enjoy it for what it is and not think too hard. Because right. if you start thinking about any movie, they're all going to fall apart. I mean, you could spend five seconds with Star Wars and I could ruin it for the rest of your life. But that's not that's not the point. It's not supposed to be that kind of movie. Right. No, but and was, then, you know, I mean, Infinity Wars. Yeah. Great. They, they did this at the end of the movie. But,
0: well, I guess we're going to find out when the next movie comes out. Yeah. The next related movie in the storyline.
1: Avengers 4.
0: Yeah, no. None of them are called that.
1: Well, right now that one's called that.
0: Well, because they haven't given an official name. Right. Yeah.
1: You, Actually, I, I, doesn't and, it doesn't have an official name.
0: In our show notes, Andrew had written Avengers 3. And I wrote him back and I said, did we see Avengers 3? What is Avengers 3? Is that Infinity War? Yeah, it was Infinity War. Nobody calls it Avengers 3. It's Avengers Infinity War. I will school Andrew yet. Did you see if they came up with the name for it?
1: The untitled Avengers film colloquially referred to as Avengers 4.
0: Currently referred to as Avengers 4, but that will not be what it is known as once they give it an official name.
1: I suppose.
0: Infinity War Part 2.
1: Then I, I don't ever want to hear you call it Star Wars A New Hope.
0: Why don't you want me to call Star Wars Star Wars A New Hope?
1: well cuz we're talking about official names and non-official names and first names and oh. names given later and
0: we're all yeah that's true but i i do that only so that you know which star wars i'm talking about
1: well yeah because star wars 3
0: <laughs> on that note <laughs> we've gotten just obnoxious enough that i think it's time to close the show
1: yeah probably
0: righty then if you haven't already done so please subscribe
1: follow, follow us, us.
0: Social media, follow us. We yeah. already told you we don't want to be followed at home. No. No, no stalkers, if you, please. If
1: you see us, you don't need to follow us. You can just say hi.
0: Yeah, say hi. We are friendly. We just don't want stalkers. Correct. But we do want followers yep. on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Two ups and a Mouse. Or go to our website.
1: twogrownupsandamouse.com.
0: That's it. On that note, I think it's time to say goodnight. Or good morning. Or good afternoon.
1: How about goodbye?
0: Goodbye sounds like a good plan. All right. Bye.
1: Bye.